It's time for JT the Brick. This is about as good as it gets. <laughs> it is. There's some legends here. No now, doubt right? about it. I can't believe the Raiders had Cliff Branch and Fred Belenikoff um, on the same team, but uh, <laughs> but they had they had such a dynamic team. JT the Brick. I just love the. I don't know. I just love the Raiders. I, I'm, I'm not sure why. Growing up in Kansas, I love John Madden and Mark Van Egan. Mark Van Egan. Mark Van Egan. Yeah. Um, guys like that. I just I don't know. I just love the Raiders for some reason. Jackpot, baby. And now here's JT the Brick. Out of the gate, JT. T with you as we have one more hour to go. Q coming in. Q uh, was nice enough to sit in for me as I had a chance to sit down with Derek Hart today. 15 minutes. We will play that tomorrow. And you'll be able to find it at Raiders.com as they're putting it up here at some point today. There's a lot of Derek Hart content today all around the globe. Uh, from NFL Network to ESPN, he's really the big news story today other than the NBA playing games. As baseball's underway, we knew the deal was coming. We knew he was going to get a contract extension, and now he gets a three-year contract extension. Remember, he has a year left on his contract. So this is this year coming up and three years there with the no-trade clause. Reports, $121.5 million is a big deal. It's a big number, no-trade clause, and it runs through the 2025 season. So we have two, three, four, five. That's four seasons. And then we'll see what happens after that. You can always break down a contract and say, look, how much money is guaranteed? What's going to happen? What's going to happen this year and next year? Paul Gutierrez wrote he's scheduled to make $19.87 million in base this year. He signed the five-year $125 million extension in 2017. His new money averages at forty point five for the extension only. The extension. So if it'll be less than that if you take a look at this year coming up. And I think it's a great deal for him. Derek told me the flexibility of the contract before I sat down with him. I wanted to, he, he had the press conference first, and then he came upstairs to Silver and Black Productions, and we talked, and then we mic'd him up, and we talked about the deal. And after his family and his dad and his brothers and Tom Flores and how humble he is, I asked him about the flexibility of the deal. And he leaned forward and he went through it with me. And he talked about the example that he wants to set, to take less money, in his opinion, to help out and get other guys' contracts and to bless other guys, as he said. So with this deal going on, you know, Mark Davis stepped up and paid him, period. Mark gave him the money. He's clearly getting the money at a standard in the NFL for very good quarterbacks. Not the super elite. And not the guarantees in the Super Elite. He did not get $240 million like Deshaun Watson. But he has the ability to get another contract after this. And the way this league is going, with the television rights and streaming and all of this, maybe he can get another $200 million. He's a young guy. He's entering the ninth year of his career. He's in the absolute prime of his career. He also, who had a better offseason than Derek Carr? They got Devontae Adams to come in, his best friend. And Derek Carr and the recruiting process and the fact that Devontae Adams wanted to play with Derek Carr and shunned Aaron Rodgers. If the Raiders didn't have Derek Carr here at quarterback, and let's just say for the argument they were a very good team, Devontae Adams isn't coming here. Derek Carr plus the money is why the best receiver in football came here because of their college years at Fresno State and their friendship. You'd have to give credit to Derek for that and partial credit for it. And I think that's what Raider fans need to give Derek a break on if you've been critical of him in the past. You got a two-for-one deal here, everybody. You got your quarterback locked up long-term. 
and he brought along the best wide receiver in football, who reportedly took less too. Derek said he took less to come here. So with that being said, there should be some flexibility. That's the key word, flexibility, to go get more players and to restructure contracts and do this under the new regime of general manager Dave Ziegler. We'll have him here tomorrow and coach Josh McDaniels. And they didn't want someone new. They wanted this guy. So Derek's got to feel really good. Here's why. A, Mark Davis paid him. He's the boss. He owns the team. Number two, coach and the GM wanted him because they agreed to sign him. Those were the guys in discussion saying yes. Then, point number three, they get Devontae Adams. Come on, everybody. Who had a better couple of weeks than Derek Carr? Because he's wanted, he got paid, his best friend is here who happens to be the best weapon in football, and now there are some other players around the league who will probably want to play here. I told you when the Raiders moved to Vegas, they would have to take advantage of one thing. They'd have to take advantage of no state taxes and the ability to get players to come here and play for a little less. I didn't say a lot less, a little bit less. And that's what's happening now because of the lifestyle here in Vegas, how your money goes a little bit farther, how you can have a perfect lifestyle for your family and friends. Remember, everybody wants to come to Vegas. Not everybody in the offseason wants to go to Appleton, Wisconsin and go visit you if you're in your family and you have Packers training camp. You're not going to get a lot of people saying, hey, man, I'm going to get a hotel room. We'll play some golf here. Everybody wants to be here. But Derek's laser focused, and so is Devontae. We'll talk to Chris Matthews about this coming up here in a little bit. I'm excited. I told you if you've known me for a while, I don't talk about players' monies because I have to deal with the player. And I had to deal with Derek today, and he gave me 15 minutes of quality time. And it's been a while since we were able to sit down together. And I was very happy. He asked me about my family and my sons who he goes back with since they were toddlers. You saw Derek's kids today who were young kids. My son's nine years ago. He's going into his ninth year. My son, so I got a 20-year-old and an 18-year-old. So you're talking about when my sons were 11 and 9, 10 and 8, whatever it was, meeting Derek Carr for the first time, getting his jersey, and taking pictures with him. And I told him about my sons, and they're in college, and he just looked at me like, whoa, that went fast. Yeah, it did go fast. And Derek's time here for me has gone fast. He's heading into uh, year nine with this contract. It's the biggest story in the NFL, so let's act like it on the show today through all the shows. 702-365-9200. If you want to congratulate Derek today, if you want to talk about the structure of the deal and get into what needs to happen next, we'll do that. Uh, a lot of prep for my interview tomorrow with Dave Ziegler, who will come in and hopefully I get 15 minutes with Dave to talk about his mindset, get to know him on the radio with you. But today is Derek Carr Day, and I think we should act like it. A lot of people streaming the show today from all over the world, everywhere, who wants to talk about this deal. You can be next at 702-365-9200. We're brought to you by PT's, best happy hour in town, 5 to 7, midnight to 2. Uh, Bobby, jump on the mic back at Lotus, because last night I'm on the radio talking about Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and then... The game between Minnesota was nuts and the Clippers. Minnesota won and they celebrated like they had a parade. The only thing missing was them getting in cars after they won a playing game and going to a parade. But I look up and the Golden Knights are losing 4-2, Bobby. I look up, it's 4-3. Then Theodore scores. They get the point. But, man, they were sloppy in overtime and everybody else, Bobby, won as the Golden Knights only got a point and lost in overtime. That was a devastating loss. 
Yeah, it was a devastating loss. I don't know if this team's going to make the playoffs. They have eighteen. Yeah. They got eight games to go, and there's not a whole lot of soft ones left. No, there isn't. You got to hope against the Kings now, and I cannot believe Nashville, the Kings, Vancouver went in last night. It was the perfect storm, but at least Vegas got one point. And my wife loved hearing that. I go, they get a point. They got to overtime. They're not going to get nothing. They got the point. I think you got to take that. I All right, let's get, out, let's get out to Joe in Monterey. Joe, thanks for calling the flagship of the Raiders. How are you? JT, I'm great, brother. Hey, I hope you are well. I know you are. You've been talking about uh, how proud you are of your family. I'm glad to hear it. Hey, let me start by saying thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. I've listened to you telling people to get off their ass and call the show for years. I typically don't have the time, but I had to make it today because it's a day of celebration, brother. How many directions can we go right now? How many different celebrations? You, your health. The cel- I mean, let's celebrate Mark. Let's just start with Mr. Davis. I mean, damn. Let's, uh, let's celebrate Libby Shaft's downfall because she showed her ass to the world, uh, and she tripled down on it. But we're keeping, let's keep it positive. Let's celebrate uh, Derek Carr. Come on, man. Derek Carr has never been the problem. For people that have, you know, eyes in their head and they can think critically Derek Carr has never been the problem. That guy has been here. That guy has sold out. That guy committed from day one. Celebrate you, Derek Carr. Thank you, DC4. Devontae, that's just icing, man. I don't even know what to say about that. Always knew the contract was going to get done. Don't really care about the numbers. Here we are. We have come full circle, man. Listen, I take. I have listened to the, the damn the haters and the talking heads. They just want, it's part of the human condition, let's face it, to bitch about mm-hmm. something. Stop complaining about Derek. He's not the problem. You know, I've listened, I've been a Raider fan since 70. I'm 54. I was, I was seven. Since I saw, I didn't even know what the Raiders were until my cousin came over wearing a parka with the, with the pirate and the shield. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is that? Heard a guy talking on the radio this morning. The Raiders are my first love, too, brother. If, if you're listening right now, they're my first love, too. It's a long time coming. <clears throat> I was in the core when they left and they came. They went to L.A. Oh, they left Oakland. Uh, Al Davis was money hungry. Get a clue, people. Al Davis was visionary. It's there, and it's all in the chronology of the game and the history of the game. Al knew he had to be competitive with the suites, with uh, you know, mm-hmm. with the corporate monies, with the sponsorships. He wasn't greedy for himself. He wanted the Silver and Black to be the number one team, just like his boy Steinbrenner and the Yankees. He wanted the Raiders to, to bring the excitement and, the, and the, the storied history and the experience of baseball together with football and the gladiator blood sport aspect of it. Let's celebrate Al Davis. Come on. Um, I'm sorry. You're going to have to keep me on track, man. I'm like a kid in a candy store right no, now. No, it's JT. good. It's you good you're calling think. today. It's good you're calling today, yeah, and man, I appreciate it. I never talked to you before. I listened to you forever. I've, talk, I've called the radio three times. I've talked to Eric Burns once. Talk to Marty the party. He said, "Hey Joel, slow down, take a breath." <laughs> well, call more, man. Call more. You're pretty. You're good at what you're doing here. We encourage people to call in when we don't yeah. have guests, and you know, have passion and talk about the way you're feeling today. I think Raider fans today, and, and you're pointing it out, should celebrate today. That's what today's about. I hate to cut you off, JT, but I got to listen. It's a day of celebration. Listen, I bark at Raider fans. I I, I bark when it's when we're up. I bark when we're down. The Raiders. You know, I see I see people in the store. I hear people. I forget who it was. Is it Chris? When Chris, listen, when you see a Raider fan, you celebrate. It's like one of your Marine Corps brothers. 
when you, it's a small family, it's a, it's a privileged fraternity to be part of the nation if you're authentic. And you don't look the other way. If you're going to wear the hat, if you're going to wear the colors, you lock eyes with your fellow Raider, you, your, your fellow Raider fan. Mm-hmm. You, when, you, when you meet Ronnie Lott when he's eating in Peter B's brew pub and you say, Mr. Lott, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt your meal. I just want to say thank you for your time in the silver and black. And he says, nice. he, he puts, he wipes his mouth and he puts down his cutlery and he says, hold on. He stands up and he crushes every bone in your hand with an authentic thank you. You you to appreciate the moment. When you, when Bo Jackson is trying to shoehorn him in, himself and his wonderful bride into a, into a deuce at the village corner in, in, in Carmel by the sea, where I had the express privilege to talk with rest in peace coach. Let's talk about Big John. Let's celebrate John. I got to feed that guy or, or observe him celebrating his friends reading the paper and talking sports. I was, I was freaked that we were going to sign Lawrence Phillips after he smashed a girl's head into a mailbox. All right, my friend, we're going, to, we're, going, we're going on a deep run here. Right. I wanted you to congratulate you, 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 you Derek. You did a great job. You've got to keep it moving. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And I look forward to the hookup up in Monterey. You call back and give Bobby your private number and hook me up in Monterey. A little pebble action. Little stakeouts up there. I'll be up there at a minute's notice. One of the most beautiful spots in the country. One of the things I talked about with Derek today, you'll hear tomorrow, was Derek's ability to give back. You know, as he gives back to not only his hometown in the area of Bakersfield, as no way he went to college, Oakland. Derek said some really good stuff about Oakland. And I'm happy I, I, I steered him in that direction with the Bay Area because he was very excited to talk about Oakland and what he's doing with his church up there, the church he's associated with up there. Oakland is a big part of his life still in the Bay Area with his faith, and you'll hear that tomorrow. 702-365-9200, Chris Myers will join us in a little bit. Reggie in North Las Vegas on Derek Carr Extension Day. Reggie is gone. That opens up a line for you, and that gives me an opportunity to get out to Chris Myers excuse me, Chris Matthews, in a minute if you want to get through. The channel's taking your calls all day today, and uh, we'll get you up here. Reggie's back. Bobby says in my ear, go ahead, Reggie. Thanks for waiting. Sir, JT the Brick, what's going on, man? I'm going to do it like this. Everybody calls in when something goes wrong. Everybody calls in when they winning, right? We winning right now. We should be calling in. I'm glad I got a chance to get on with you. All I really want to do right now is salute my guy, Mr. Mark Davis. For him to do what he's been doing and allowing people to work in their position and make the things happen like it's supposed to be done, this is amazing how this stuff has been working out. And I'm just sitting back at the crib here in Las Vegas, man, thankful to be here, glad that the Raiders are here, and I'm ready for this draft to jump off because, mind you, none of us know what's going on, and I love it. I like the, the silent and deadly one, Mr. DZ, drop zone day. Let's go, baby. Raider Nation, where you at? Unite, yeah. baby. Let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually optimistic about the draft here. For a Raider Nation party. I've hosted parties in New Orleans, Raider rallies in Oakland, uh, good road trips on the road, uh, big big road trips, Green Bay. The Raiders have thrown one of the biggest parties in Raider history. Clearly the largest crowd, even, even when the Raiders went to the Super Bowls back in the day in San Diego, there weren't that many people. There weren't 600,000 to a million fans at the Super Bowl. 
in San Diego, the Raiders, along with the NFL, it's an NFL production, are hosting the draft in Vegas. Every Raider fan should be finding a way to get here. Period. Pitch a tent, get a hotel room, get one in town, out of town, wherever you're coming, and just take how many times in your life, other than New Year's Eve, which is a cluster. I've never done it. I've never done it in New York. I'm from New York. I love New Year's Eve. My wife laughs at me like I'm amateur hour. I love New Year's Eve. I I stay up past midnight. I, I stay up. I love it. This draft is New Year's Eve. You get to drink a giant tall boy Modelo walking down the street, 90 degrees, 85 degrees, with Raider gear on as drones are flying over you. The fountains are going off at the Bellagio Fountains. Who cares where these players get drafted? I could care less. Aiden Hutchinson, wherever the quarterbacks go, I don't care. It's a Raider party, and it's another example with the BTS Army, right? They know how to party. Bobby, round of applause for the BTS Army. They know how to party. They're like the Beatles. They are like, I've been doing this 25 years, and I don't have a round of applause sounder. Let that sink in. They've been doing this forever. And you know, the Raiders get a chance to host a party that's going to be epic and global with pressure. Got to beat Nashville. Nashville set the bar with their draft. And let me tell you, knowing the NFL and knowing this city, it is competition. Vegas better have a bigger number than Nashville if we want to get this thing back again. Because they've gone to Cleveland, it was a bust. They're going to Kansas City. You want to go to Kansas City? I don't, for the draft. They're going to Philadelphia, wherever they went for the draft. This is Vegas. And I don't want to go to Inglewood, period. So Vegas, we got to step up and throw a party. Get a new Derek Carr jersey. If you're on the fence, get a Devontae Adams jersey and find a way to get to the Raider image. Put on the draft colors. Make sure it's black and get on the strip. Coming up next, my friend, Chris Matthews from 8 News Now. He was vocal today. He asked a lot of questions to Derek. We'll talk to him about what this means. It's the largest contract, I believe, in the history of Las Vegas, correct? Bigger than anybody on the Golden Knights. And they got some big contracts. So this is another day that we'll classify as an historic day in the history of this town. JT, brought to you by Remy Martin, Team Up for Excellence. Man, a good night for a Remy Martin sidecar to celebrate the contract extension of D.C. Here's Quinn Hughes out at the right point. Deals left. He's got Garland. Accelerates right circle. He shoots. Stick save. And the rebound is free. They score. Vancouver in overtime. Garland got to the net. Hughes whirled around on his backhand and lifted it over Leonard's pad. 5-4 Canucks a minute into the extra period. Let me tell you, that was the worst no-call of the year. Eichel got cross-checked in the back, thrown to the ground on that goal, and Vancouver wins. JT, back with you inside the Raider facility. Derek Carr agrees to a three-year, $121.5 million extension with the Las Vegas Raiders. Chris Matthews from 8 News Now was here in the building at the press conference today, and he joins us. 
Chris, I thought I was at Augusta with your golf questions. I felt like I was. I felt like I had a green jacket on, a hole in ones and golf and all that. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, that was. I thought that. I appreciate you having me on. All by the way, Derek or uh, JT. But I thought that was funny by Derek because he's talking. If people don't know, if listeners don't know, he recently hit a hole in one, and I, I just kind of asked him about that. Who goes out and golfs with nobody and hits a hole in one? He says, "Well, I do, unfortunately." But I thought it was funny how he talked about. Um, getting up on the tee box, and there was a group behind him, and he, he hits the ball, and it trickles into the hole, and he has a hole in one. He looks around, and the, the group that was going to be right behind him to see that and suddenly had gone back to the clubhouse. He sees them driving away. And so he's the only one that actually saw it. He says, you got to trust me. It went in the hole. But it was I thought that was a funny story. I almost got a hole-in-one last week, and I missed the putt coming back for a par, and I posted it for the whole world to see because I don't know if I'll ever come close again. So, yeah, that's a good problem for him to have. What do you think about the timing of this, knowing that he was waiting, and I don't think waiting long. They were going to get to him, but all of a sudden Devontae Adams is available. It's his best friend, and they do that monster deal for him, and then they get around to getting the deal done for D.C., I thought that was important. And when you think about what Derek was talking about today, how he is such a good friend and has been for a long, long time uh, with uh, Devontae Adams. And in fact, he said they even lived in the same neighborhood. He lived up on the hill a little bit higher than, uh, than Derek so he could look down on him. That, what did he say? Down on the peasants. But it was funny how they, it, it's, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that, that instant chemistry evolves because they've known each other for so long. They've worked out for so many years together in the offseason. And now to see them together, in fact, Derek even said in his press conference today, he can't wait because he, Devontae Adams, will make Carr look better just because he is such a talented wide receiver. So Raider Nation's got to be thrilled with that potential combo right there. That that It's not like it's two guys that have never worked together and they're going to come together. One guy's a star. These guys know each other well and know their tendencies and know their strengths. They know their weaknesses, and they're going to be able to work with that immediately. Chris Matthews joins us, 8 News Now. Uh, it's important. He talks a lot about his faith. You asked him about that and your faith, and let's spend some time. I talked about him with that, too, exclusively a little while ago. The, what he can do with this money going forward, and it's going to get in the hands of people in need. Yeah, he has the, uh, the altar conference, and there were thousands of uh, young men that attended that here in Las Vegas at the Thomas & Mack. And I guess they do it each year, and, and they said, we're going to hold it in Vegas this year. And he, he talks about the, you know, the, the dangers that are out there for the young kids. And I asked him about that question, just the sacrifice, the faith that you have. Um, what's the message and the theme of your, of your talk this past? It was on the, uh, the 8th of April, so it was just you know, a few days ago. And he talked about just all the dangers that are out there, all the kids, the, the things they're facing, and to have that strong faith. I thought it was really interesting because of all the people I've met, the athletes, Derek Carr has to be you know, one of the most faith-driven people that I know. Uh, everything evolves around that. In fact, we met with him about three, four weeks ago at this uh, chapel here. He was going to do a little service for some groups, and he talked about, he says, I don't want to get into it <clears throat> too much, but he gives away so much money overseas building schools and churches and helping the, uh, the underprivileged that, that nobody ever knows about. And I thought that was really interesting because I didn't know that side of Derek Carr, that he, that he spends tons of money outside of the United States helping others. And, you know, that's just the kind of person he is. And when you, can, when you 
when you get to know him like you have, JT, you've gotten to know him really well. I'm really impressed with a guy like that who who doesn't have to have the you know the headlines, the newspaper headlines, the, uh, to say I've done this and I've done that. He says he gives away so much uh, to others. Uh, he and his wife to make sure others are, are helped. And I thought that was really cool that he kind of kind of mentioned that today. So I'm excited to hear what he says to you uh, when you when you play your interview with him because I'm impressed with that kind of an attitude. Yeah, it was one of the deeper conversations we've ever had over the years. He was because I caught him at a good time. He was so humble and he cares so much about others. So we'll play that tomorrow. Chris Matthews joins us. Uh, Chris, this is interesting because you're in the news business and from time to time you break news first or other people do. This organization has been stealth with this information from Devontae Adams, Max Crosby. You just get an alert on your phone and boom, the deal is done. And people are just like, wow, that happened pretty quick. Or we didn't know it or no one had an idea it was coming. What's it like to cover the team now? What's been different? Because the other staffs here have been fine. They've been open to all of us. You've interviewed everybody. But this new regime, which we're just getting to know, they're going about it their own way. Yeah, they really are. It's kind of interesting. I know you have. We've been in the sports department at Channel 8 now for the last couple of weeks, almost on a daily basis saying, boy, they got to get something done. You would think they'd get something done. Hey, how about tomorrow? Do you think they'll get something done? When do you expect that announcement on Derek Carr? Boom, suddenly this morning, here it is, and Will Kiss, the PR guy, says, hey, can you be down to the press room in about an hour from now? Because that's when Derek Carr's going to show up and so, you, you know, you're hurrying, get ready and run on down there. But, yeah, it, it's been very interesting how quiet they are about things. And then, bam, it hits. And you, and you're, you run to make the, uh, you know, the uh, press conference. Chris Matthews, let's move off the Raiders and the Golden Knights. You have probably the best relationship or one of them that I know in town with Mr. Foley. And watching that one point last night and what happened in overtime – how did they get to this situation? The Mark Stone thing is really complicated to me. Pacioretty was hurt. They, they get very cold and streaky on offense. I'm not a – Robin Leonard is, to me, nowhere near Mark andre Fleury, but they decided to go down that road. And now the season's on the brink. I can't imagine you and I hanging out here in the month of April and May, let alone June, with no VGK hockey here. It's getting close, Chris. Hey, well. It is because they only have eight games left, and what they're behind L.A. three points back of L.A. now, and and they're trying to chase you know L.A. They're trying to chase still Dallas. Dallas wins. Nashville wins. L.A. wins. All these teams are winning. But that, the the uh, the thing that really crushed Vegas's hopes, and they still have a chance, obviously. But what really hurt them was that five-game losing streak they had on the road about what two and a half weeks ago. They lost five straight on the road just absolutely crushed them, pushed them back out of the postseason. And that's right. We were just talking in the press room. Uh, Kevin over at Fox 5 and myself, we were talking about Vegas, the possibility of not making the playoffs. We're thinking, oh, we hope they make the playoffs because that, that eats into the month of May and, and into, like you were saying, into June possibly. If they get bounced and they're not in it and end of April here, man, we're going to be in, in May. What are we going to be doing here, JT? It's going to be really tough in Las Vegas because these fans are so spoiled. They've been to the postseason every single year. Uh, Western Conference Finals, of course, that first year, the Stanley Cup Final. And they got to make the postseason. I mean, this, this uh, medieval maniacs, all these fans or these Golden Knight fans will go crazy if they don't. Chris Matthews, as we wrap it up. So, Chris, I know you're going to be front and center for the draft. And as I said before you came on, it's very important for Vegas to hit their number. There's a number that Nashville put up, and it was packed. It looked incredible, and Vegas has a better opportunity 
to bring in more, but there's still a pandemic and fuel prices are hard. The Giants and the Jets have all the early picks along with Jacksonville. It's a lot of money to be a New Yorker or from Florida to fly to Vegas. And I think that the, the Las Vegas fans and the fans of Raider Nation out west really have a job to do filling the streets on Las Vegas Boulevard and making this look unbelievable around the world. What are you hearing about the draft? Well, it's going to be interesting. I know that it's uh, this will be the most entertaining, the most uh, – well, the biggest. they got the biggest stage that's ever been built over by the High Roller. Those who are not familiar with Las Vegas, is a gigantic Ferris wheel. They call it the High Roller. So an NFL record-sized stage right there. They're going to have, in fact, tomorrow they're starting, they're starting to build out on the, uh, the red carpet uh, stage that's mm-hmm. going to be on the lake at Bellagio. They're going to start building that. All these cool things are already shutting down part of the Las Vegas Strip to get ready for this event. It is going to be gigantic. You mentioned Nashville. They had over 600,000 people. Huge economic benefit for that city. Las Vegas has got to do the same thing. The thing about Las Vegas, you can come here, have fun, watch the draft, and unfortunately, the Raiders don't have a pick until the third round, whatever. But you can still, every single, we were talking to Steve Hill, who's in charge on the Las Vegas side with the LBCBA, the Convention and Visitors Authority. And he said, every, all these different teams are going to have parties in all these different hotels. So it's going to be fun. If you're a uh, Bills fan, you come and you might be at the uh, Cosmo. Over at the Wynn might be Dallas. Well, they're going to have autograph signings. Different teams are going to have things you know the uh, entertainment's going to be off the charts in las vegas so i would just come and have fun and, and just enjoy the experience i mean speaking of the experience the nfl experience where they have all mm-hmm. sorts of activities for kids it's free to get in that's going to be a lot of fun boy i'll tell you what at channel eight we're going all out with uh, with guests and shows we have from four to seven wednesday thursday and friday on the tv station so we're trying to get you know, everybody out, have a good time. Come on down to, you know, come to Vegas, enjoy yourselves. And it will be fun. Even though the Raiders don't pick, they'll have a party. They'll be at Dre's. They'll have different things going on. The entertainment on the big stage is going to be phenomenal. And then each little hotel and casino will have its own uh, party. So it's like a big tailgate downtown. JT, you're a member of the Black mm-hmm. Hole. They're going to have a big deal down on Fremont Street with all the, uh, the characters and the mascots and all that. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a wild three days of fun in Las Vegas. God, you sound like the ambassador of the NFL draft. Is, is, <laughs> hey, Goodell, is Goodell giving you an envelope? Is there an envelope for you at his at the, at the lobby of the hotel? I love it. No one better to cover the draft than you, Chris. I'm sorry I missed you here today. We'll see you soon, and I'll catch you with the events leading up to the draft. Thank you. Thank you, JT. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, always. Chris Matthews. God, he's good. One of the best people in town. One of the best people in town. We're lucky to have him as the dean of the sportsmen here in town. Chris Matthews from 8 News Now, and we get Vince Sapienza, and we get Dana Wagner on all the time. Kevin Bollinger comes on. Uh, really have great relationships with the newsmen and women in this town over the years. And think of their lives here. If you do the news in Vegas over the decades and you just had UNLV basketball or a you know cup of coffee with the football team whenever they win, and now to have the Golden Knights and the Raiders – That's why you're going to be hearing me in this next two-week push for VGK with the hockey team. It's a big part of our social life out here in Vegas, man. We need them to win. When you make the playoffs in basketball or hockey, you get two weeks. There's seven-game series. There's travel. So you get two weeks of the bars and the restaurants and people going out and going to the game. It's a big part of what we do here. 
It's important. You know, you got the BTS Army that I've been talking about. They've taken over Vegas. You have the draft. Everything that's happening here. And how about Libby? I've been so kind to Libby Shaft, the mayor of Oakland. Taking shots. Taking shots. Even some of the conspiracy theorists over the years who thought I was the guy bringing the Raiders. I actually did. People would say, you're the reason the Raiders? What do you know? When they, when they gave me my one-year deal that almost got to the finish line up there in maybe one of the best shows I've ever done, the Derek Carr show, and all the stuff I did up there in the Bay Area, and then they secretly leave because JT has a plan in place. Yeah, I moved billions of dollars. I moved the Raiders here. But we love Oakland. We love the Bay Area. And I wouldn't live in Oakland or San Francisco anymore because I lived there in the past, and I'm here in Vegas, but we welcome everybody to come here. Come here for a celebration of the Raider Nation. And there's not many people left on that fence, man. That fence was bending. You know how many Raider fans came up to me? I'll never go to Vegas. The hell with Vegas. I'll never leave Oakland. They're here. I see them all. I see them in the black hole tailgate. They come up to me. I'm here. Welcome. Welcome. We just want you here. We want you to be here on a day like today where we're celebrating the Derek Carr contract. And there'll be days on this channel where the Raiders are not going to go undefeated. They're not going to win every game. And we're going to have to be critical of Derek. And he's aware of that. He is aware of that. So that's what we're doing. That's it. Today's a Derek Carr day. We want to take your calls before I get out of here at the top of the hour, 702-365-9200. The great Just Win Wendy, kind enough to hold for us. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, JT. How are you? Good. I'm excited today. Connected with Derek Carr again after a while and his wife and kids, and he was very happy today. It's a great day for Raider fans. Yeah. Well, I started out uh, joining his foundation, you know, when he first got his foundation going, and I was always excited when he was signed in the beginning. And 2016, when we were going to the playoffs, I was really excited. And, you know, but today is really exciting really special because I feel like it it puts the um, the confidence and the value on that position and mm-hmm. I think Derek is going to be able to practice he's going to be able to be in the building everywhere he goes he's going to feel a lot more confident and everybody around him you know everybody on the team is going to know you know it's all here you know it's all signed Everything's good for the next three or four years. And I can't, I'm really glad that they did it before the draft because then there's no weird things going on. You know, how much money is going here or there for Derek? And so I, I was really happy to hear it. And I think it's a fair contract. I think it's really good. And, um, yeah, and I'll see you in Vegas. I'll be there in two weeks. Yeah, where, where do you live again, Wendy, exactly up there? Well, I grew up in Oakland, but I live up in Santa Rosa now. Beautiful. Such deep Raider ties there. And what's your plan? You're coming into the draft and you're going to treat it like a Raider home game weekend, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. I know you said you wear black, but I hear that Vegas is kind of hot, so I'm not sure about that. But um, there's a big party up at Dre's, Mm -hmm. um, and I know I saw you there in 2019. Yeah, I'll be emceeing that. I'll be be hosting the show from there at Dre's for the official okay. Raiders party, and then bouncing around town. I got an event at Caesars, an event at M Resort, so we'll be around town. We'll tell you where we're going to be, and hopefully everybody just have a good time. Uh, have fun walking the strip with your Raider gear on representing the yep. franchise. You bet. I will. Okay, well, I'll see you then. All right, Just Let's Win Wendy. Yeah, that's a good nickname. 
Just win Wendy. And she's always around. Appreciate her. I always see her at the torch when I'm on the pre- and post-game show. I should get Eric Allen on, Bobby. Remind me. I'll talk to Derek Allen, Eric Allen after the show. Maybe we can get him on tomorrow. And we got a good week of programming coming up. And Vinny's, I think, out of town on vacation. Q's got a little show today. There's an aviator's doubleheader. We got a big show lined up tomorrow. I'm supposed to sit down with Dave Ziegler, the GM of the team. We'll get him on the phone or here, depending on what happens. And then we'll jump on into what should be really the quiet period before they come back and they have their mini camp and more and more practice time as we get closer to the offseason. Breaking news, Stephon Gilmore is visiting the cult. Stephon Gilmore, the former Defensive Player of the Year that a lot of Raider fans have on their radar, is visiting the Colts and Gus Bradley. So here's what I think is going to happen here. Knowing Gus Bradley just a little bit. You know, cornerback, you know, we just saw that Honey Badger visited Philadelphia and New Orleans and didn't sign a deal. It used to be when you get a superstar player, and Gilmore has been a superstar in this league, one of the best defensive players we've seen in 10 years. When you get in the building, they don't let you leave. The great Al Davis. You get, you get in the building, they get you on the whiteboard, they talk to you. You're not getting on a plane going home if they want you. They're going to sign you. Knowing Gus Bradley, Gus Bradley is going to fight like hell to sign him today. Why wouldn't he? Uh, the Colts are a Super Bowl caliber type team. I think the Raiders are better. They beat them last year. And the Raiders got better. And Stephon Gilmore is paying a visit to the Colts. If I'm Gus Bradley who's building a house still out here, great guy in Vegas. If, 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 he, if he sits down with him, they got to they gotta keep him in Indy. And if he's able to get out of Indy, then what will the market be for him to come to Vegas? Gilmore is 31 years old, was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 2019 with the Patriots. Although last year he was traded to the Panthers, didn't play much as he struggled to stay healthy. Assuming he's healthy now, he's waiting for a team to pay him the elite cornerback money that he believes he is. The Colts are a team with the cap space to give him that type of contract. So I would think by the end of today or tonight, we're going to find out if Gilmore gets a deal. If he doesn't and he gets out of the building, I'd still like for the Raiders to bring him in. I think he's a great player. And if the Raiders can get him at a value price, a value price, do it. Get him for two years here. He's a pure shutdown corner. He's not a wannabe shutdown corner. You have him opposite of Rock Yassin on the other side. Rock Yassin, that would be a great one-two matchup. And if not, the Raiders have depth in the secondary now a little bit more. 702-365-9200 if you want to get in. Uh, tomorrow, Sam will join us from Sam and Ash, my buddy, our personal injury attorney. Did you see the woman last night who tried to glue herself on the court? In Minneapolis, we have the sound of that. One of the most bizarre live stories I've covered last night. In Minneapolis, a protester, this nut job, came on the court and tried to glue her hand to the court. If you didn't hear that sound, it's coming up.
Seven-point lead, three seconds to go. Rondo a three. It's no good. Bounces to the corner, and that'll do it. The Nets win the play-in game. They have advanced to the Eastern Conference playoffs as the number seven seed, where they'll meet the number two seed Boston Celtics in a best-of-seven first-round series beginning on Sunday in Boston. 115-108 the final. That was interesting last night. Nets Radio, JT, back with you. Q here in a second. He's coming up next. And, Bobby, I want to throw to that wacko lady who came on the court last night in Minneapolis during a protest. Here's how it sounded. It's worse than graffiti. I was just told by security that she apparently had glue, and she glued herself to the floor. And she refused to lift her wrist up. And I don't mean to laugh, but this really happened. She glued her wrist to the floor, and they were trying to pull her off, and she was resisting. Q's on deck coming up for an hour show. Q, we, we laugh about this, but that could have been ugly. There's a, someone who gets on a court during a playoff game, you know, and could do some damage and do something. Uh, that was wild when it happened live last night. It was crazy. Trying to watch the NBA, trying to watch the playoffs, you know, just knowing that there's some good, fantastic action going on. Then all of a sudden see something that you have no idea at all what's going on and on the broadcast they thought first a worker maybe it fell over but just to know that just a rando person could make their way to the court is a little scary at times it is especially the way she did it and her message there it was interesting and the nba playoffs are here are you a fan of the play-in or um, it, it keeps everybody okay. in. it's it like a you, second wild card yeah it right? keeps you locked in but i'm still confused you know if you lose and some teams and still have, seed. yeah, you still have an opportunity to play. So I think if you lose, you're out, right? And so I was told last night that because Cleveland lost, I guess they're still involved. Yeah, so they there play you go. the winner of this. Tonight's the real losers. Right, Whoever exactly. loses tonight, the 8-9 is out. Yep. So today you did a great job as the station pivoted quickly. I was talking about how these guys are pretty stealth yes. around here. When you got the news of Derek, we were expecting something did this deal fall in line with what you thought it would be? I think so. I think it was it was pretty fair. Um, you know, we all thought it was going to happen pretty soon, and we just didn't know when. Like you said, there's nothing braggadocious. There's nothing loud about this regime. They just handle their business, and then all of a sudden you get a notice on your phone. Boom, this just happened. Okay, great. So uh, I think it's it's fair and reasonable. And after hearing Carr's uh, presser, you know, I, I feel like he left some uh, some meat on the bone to try to continue to build this team. Not that he has to, but he did. That's a really interesting topic because to balance that out, anybody who's not Mahomes right. or someone at the level of Rodgers is going to take less. They're going to get the most they can get, but it's always going to be less than Mahomes and Rodgers. Agreed. So I think that's the reality for Derek. He wasn't going to get that money, but he did get a, he did get great money, mm-hmm. enough to secure his family forever. And he still has multiple contract extensions coming. That's why I think it favors him. If he outplays this contract, right, agreed. we're talking about three years, they're going to want to re-up him before the fourth year of this deal. Exactly. And if he decides he wants to play for a very long time, as we're seeing quarterbacks play longer and longer and longer, he's got plenty of deal left. You know I mean? He's got plenty of opportunities. All he has to go out there and do is perform. And you can see the look on his face. You talk to him up close to personal. He was very excited, very pumped up, and excited about what this new team could possibly look like as we still have the draft. Have to get to. Yeah, I think, uh, and Q joins us in studio, he's coming up next. I think the key with him is we know he can get chippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can get chippy. Absolutely. And that's good with him. He did a little bit of that in the presser. He, he, he dropped a little bit of a nugget here and a little nugget yeah. there where it's like, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, he is. And <laughs> I think it's important that he gets his respect right. around the league. And I think the contract falls in line. Every quarterback from Kirk Cousins to Sean Watson, Trevor Lawrence, if he plays well, the money continues to go up. Right. I think there's got to be a point in our lifetime where the money doesn't go up. You would think you, so. You know, there's got to be a point you would where think so. look at look at baseball now. The A Rod contract, and then you had the pull host contract. 
You're not seeing guys get no. 10-year deals now. Trout no. was the last of the $400 million. Sometimes, somewhere down the road, it should stabilize. But with Amazon and all these streaming companies coming in, maybe the money keeps going up. I mean, it's going to keep going up for a long time. You know, I mean, I, I'm like you. I think that at some point it's got to just level out. But we haven't seen it yet. But we have in baseball. You're right, because that's what uh, Aaron Judge wanted, right? He wanted some of that monster money and didn't get it. And so he didn't sign the deal. So who knows what he's going to do. But, yeah, I think at some point maybe it's going to level out. But right now, you know, you get what you can get. You and I have been talking about the draft off the air for a while now. I was just talking about it with Chris Matthews. I think this town needs to step up. Yep. Now it's that's the next big thing. There's going to be no big contract extensions. If Renfro gets one, we'll stop and pivot on that. Right. But talk about what you're working with behind and Lotus and what we're trying to do here to make this draft feel like it's a local big Lotus event and a Raider event. It's going to be huge. We're going to be wall-to-wall with coverage. You know, there's going to be different locations. You'll be at one spot. I'll be at another spot. Some of us will be down by the stage. You know, the thing about it is when the draft comes, there's so many activities like two, three days ahead of time where we get to go and meet with all the NFL Network guys, the ESPN guys, the, the draftees that are going to be in the green room. So we're working all that out right now. We're going to have the draft all the way covered uh, first round to the Seventh round on Raider Nation Radio 920. So just like we did with the Super Bowl, where we're making it bigger and better every single event, we're going to continue to make this bigger and better every event. What do you got lined up on the show? Well, we're just going to continue to react. Good. You know, talk Derek Carr, talk the contract. It's a short, it's a short show, but it's going to be a fun show, very interactive. Continue to get the thoughts of Raider Nation, but uh, pumped up about it, man. You're starting to see the pieces to the puzzle put to place. You know, put in place, and that's what I like. You know, none of us knew what Dave Ziegler and this and this regime was going to do. Or- operate but as time goes we continue to see everything put put in place thank you thanks for everything there's q today he jumped in for me and he's jumping in now before the aviators he's got a big show lined up keep it going raider nation this is a really important day in raider history the quarterback who has most of the records signs a i think a long-term contract long term man i'm a lot older than him and i'm looking at this deal and i'm like Whoa, what? What's the end of that deal look like? I'd celebrate it today. Uh, we got a big show tomorrow. I'll have Dave Ziegler on. Uh, that's confirmed. I'm excited. That'll be my first conversation with him. And we'll find out about this deal and his thoughts on this deal. Q on deck. Have a great day, everybody, on Raider Nation Radio. Keep listening. Keep listening.